Hello, everyone, where we're getting down to the nitty gritty with Jerry Gary, and our Golden Bachelor is going to have to make some serious decisions in the upcoming weeks. However, he's pretty cut and dry during episode four. Some guy in Austin and I discussed the dangers of fake pickleball injuries and the ramifications of using scathing language when communicating with other women. According to Jerry Gary's actions, such nonsense will land you in the rejection SUV faster than you can say, zip it. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 318 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We're here to talk about Jerry's journey to find love on the pickleball courts. Super exciting. It is super exciting, and you know it's good to know Jerry's in touch with his pickle. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? Uh, a week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play pickleball at all, I, or have you ever played I pickleball? Have, yeah, you know I have, and I enjoy it. It's actually really fun, um, and it's for. You know, guys like Jerry can play it, but it doesn't take um, a ton of uh, speed or, you know, uber skill or anything. It's something you can pick up pretty quickly. I actually enjoy playing. How about you? Well, that's great. I have never played before. When it when it became a phenomenon here in Houston, I feel like it's been around for a while, but it, when it really became a phenomenon several years ago, my knee just wouldn't allow me. But now it's a now it's a full blown thing. Yeah, we have pickleball courts at our church. Yeah, they um they at uh, the gym I used to go to they had uh they converted at least three of their tennis courts into pickleball courts because there's so much yeah. demand. But yeah, no, it's um it's definitely a good social sport. It's uh, like bowling. It's something if you don't take too seriously, you can drink while you're doing it, um, <laughs> and then you can play till you're you know. In your golden bachelor years, which is... You can play to your golden. It's just so great. Exactly. I thought it was... There's like a... if I guess there are pickleball leagues, and there are some jokers who are out there. The rule is at our church, hey, you can play pickleball whenever you want to, unless we have a church event where we're going to be using the pickleball courts. And so you can go out there and you... And, you know, I work at my church. And so I'll say... Hey, just to let you know, we're about to have a um, a church event out here, so y'all are going to have to leave the court. You know, we have signs up that say there is a church event today. This shouldn't be news. And these people know now to say, oh, well, I work at the church. We're, we work at the church. Yeah. And I work at the church. <laughs> and I know you don't work at the church because I don't know who you are. Yeah. So I have to gently say, well... No, you don't, because no. I work at the church, and I've never seen you at a staff meeting. So, so next time, I think what you do is you just say, well, that's great. Can you help me take out the trash and <laughs> see what they do? I need you to move these 20 big, huge round tables exactly. into the yeah. courtyard, you guys, you guys please. The, you guys here for the catering <laughs> setup? <laughs> what, um, I, I do have a question for you, though, now. Um, 
do you do you subscribe to Pickleball Magazine? <laughs> or are you even aware? <laughs> no. There's a publication. But I was delighted how excited Ellen was to hear well, that the winner clearly, of the Pickleball tournament will be on the cover well, of Pickleball clearly, Magazine. Clearly, uh, you know, pulled out one of those cardboard things in the in the middle of the magazine when she was in the dentist's <laughs> office. And she's a full. She's definitely a subscriber. I just, you know, I haven't done any checking, but I'm curious to know if there's a digital pickleball magazine because that would be, Ooh, you know, a good one. That would be super fun. So you've played before? Yes, I have. Okay, well that's fun. Do you have your own paddle? No, I, I don't. I have a friend of mine actually who has a really nice piece of property. Um, he just put in a huge sport court for his kids and uh, they have a part of it is pickleball. So him and his wife mm. get up there and knock it around when the kids are playing basketball and stuff. It's great. It's a thing. It's a thing. And, and luckily during this, it was a group date. The tournament was a group date. And luckily they had Trista Ryan on the scene to help these ladies pickleball. And I thought, okay, what are we trying to say here that, Trista's the old lady of the group, and now she gets to go talk to the old golden ets. Or what are we trying to say with Trista's presence? Or, in your opinion, I feel like you feel like we need to trot out the trot, trot out the Sutters every once in a while to show, hey, this works. Because she did say it's been twenty years. I would just like to know what kind of deal they have. You know, they've um, got something. Yeah, I mean, because like Sean and Catherine are they have learned how to monetize everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's clear that that's their goal. I mean, they do endorsements, appearances and all that. But Ryan and Trista just seem to go about their lives until an opportunity like this pops up, yeah. you know, and then they show up. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, they're taking some uh, R&R in LA and she had to do the appearance or something just to, you know, justify the hotel room. Something? Who knows? I don't know. But I would like to give you a piece of information right now. Her, her son is 15 years old. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to say in five years, Maxwell Sutter might be our next bachelor. How many kids do they have? Two. Okay. Good the daughter's that. 14. So in six years, she might yeah. be the next bachelorette. You know, that's coming. Well, if this two. show hangs yeah. on for five more years, it has to have a next generation. That Which at that point, I think you and I just, Nope. Nope. We do not. We do not. We say, I remember when you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye and they were just mixing that pink and blue uh, sand. What they do? They mix sand instead of an eternity candle. Harrison with his like oversized suit and his tie, you know, (laughs) like he's going to the eighth grade, you know, sweetheart dance or whatever. Um, It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming and I'm here for it. So I have to confess, I was uh, scrolling this weekend mindlessly, and I came across a story, uh, a show that we're not, um, thankfully, summarizing is uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Um, but are you aware of the latest controversy in Bachelor no, in Paradise? I know nothing about Paradise. Okay. So there's a, a woman, and I can't remember her name. It's probably better I can't remember right now, but I didn't recognize her from anybody's season. Okay. Um, who apparently was well on her way to finding love. Oh, no. With, yeah. And, and uh, do you know why she had to leave? Uh, no, I do not. Sunburn. 
Oh no! So Jesse Jesse Palmer actually comes in and makes the big announcement um, that she has not um, gone to the bathroom in eleven days. <laughs> and okay. um, yeah, so so whoever her oh, potential no. romance, yeah, they he tried, and I read the article. And it's just it's mind blowing. That's why we're talking about it. They've tried, quote, olive oil, which I don't know what that – I don't know how. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, and then they went for – on the big night when she was told by medical, like, look, you know, you've tried everything apparently uh, and uh, you're going to have to like medically take care of yourself. Oh this gosh. is dangerous. So they tried to go out for one, apparently one big last date and ate Mexican food. And oh then they just kind of sat around and waited God. and it didn't happen. She had to go home because she was constipated. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. <laughs> that show. Sad. Yeah, but, uh, there's a clip and I'll have to send it to you. But uh, the, the word poop is used way too much. And Jesse Palmer actually shows up and announces that she left because she can't go to the bathroom. So I'm glad we're not. I mean, I read that story and I was like, I have to tell Lindsay about this. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you did. So anyway. Amazing. I hope everything works itself out. Works itself out. Sure. Without olive oil. Yeah, exactly. I hope that doesn't happen to you when you're in Namibia. (laughs) Zambia. (laughs) Prunes or applesauce or... or olive oil, apparently. Olive oil. (laughs) Make sure you read the directions first. (laughs) Make sure to pack that right on up. Yeah, that sounds like that could go really wrong. Well, um, Joey, our, our current bachelor, Joey, was also on the pickleball court helping the ladies out. They were he's flirting with him a, a little too much. He's a tennis yeah. guy, right? He is. He's a tennis pro. They yeah. were flirting with him a little too much. Mm-hmm. Kathy said he could be my son. Yep. Mm. There's some crossover with the tennis pro and the pickleball, so that's good. <laughs> How did you feel about April totally faking an ankle injury she had the most slow motion fall in bachelor history to where she took a good 10 seconds to get on the ground and then started yelling and grabbing her ankle she made tiara's sparkle look i'm glad they're keeping the tropes though even the old ladies are doing all the tropes so well yeah you can't i mean it's one thing that fall in the pool or something. It's another thing to fall on a pickleball court when you're that age. So God bless April. She got down as fast as she could. And she- <laughs> you know, Jerry was, was right there to be very gallant about it. And he was, he let her lean on him while yeah. she was, you know, and one lady said, Oh, I think it's broken. And I yeah. thought she <laughs> just sat down on the ground. Her ankle is not broken. April does go on to reveal later that it was a ruse. She did not actually fall. She was faking it. So she got a little time. But the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about that just seemed suspect to me was Sandra, who was not very good at pickleball, and she blamed her two artificial knees. But then later on, we learn that she is missing her daughter's wedding. 
to be here with Jerry. Do you call BS on that? I I do. Well, maybe, but it's still, that's an awful thing to miss. Exactly. And Gary was so nice to try to figure out FaceTime on his phone. It took him a second, but they FaceTimed the daughter with, we're assuming the new husband and it just looked like they were, you know, chilling out at the house somewhere. And I thought, is this like a third wedding and they went to the JP or something or it just felt very anticlimactic. And, and Jerry Gary said, well, since you're missing your daughter's wedding, the big day, which Sandra didn't seem at all upset about, he gave her a rose, the date rose for the pickleball. Even though, even though she didn't win, it was Ellen and Kathy who won. Now they got on the cover of the pickleball magazine. Each got a kiss, but Sandra got the rose. And I thought that's weird. Well, I think, um, you know what you should do? You should run a contest and the prize should be a, um, a, uh, that, that issue of pickleball magazine for whoever (laughs) answers. Sure. (laughs) And a copy of my book. Have at it. That'll be a great prize for whatever it is. I also wanted to talk about Teresa and Kathy. So mm-hmm. Teresa thinks that everything is great. And so she's just going to check in with Kathy real quick. I wonder who told her to do that. And so she takes her over to this other pickleball court and just says, hey, are we good? Or is everything great? And Kathy just lets her know it is not. Remember whenever you said this and that and this yeah. and that? And at the end, she tells Teresa to zip it. Yeah. I disrespectful. Mean, disrespectful, according well, to Jerry Gary. Well, according to Kathy, you know, that gives her anxiety, you know, when she hears oh. about <laughs> Jerry Gary openly dating 22 women that she knew she was going on the show. Exactly. It, 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 it did. T- Teresa, you know, I, I wasn't sure why I stood on that last week because Teresa did seem a little bit um, annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when she was talking about, oh, this is great. You just, you got to read the room and that's not something to talk about. But she does appear to be a nice person. Yeah. Maybe that just opens her mouth too much. Sure. And Kathy's She doesn't having, know when to zip it. Yeah, just, I mean, a little, little, little grace maybe from Kathy and just yeah. bite your tongue when she talks or leave well, the room. She ends up, Teresa, ends up going to talk with Jerry Gary, and she thanks him again for being so sweet when he came up to check on her in her room. And Jerry Gary, of course, says, hey, how how are things with that? How is that going? And again, Teresa says, well, I, I, don't, I, I do not think she's being malicious again, but she says, well, I just thought that everybody was going to be excited and we're just going to all share about our feelings because Teresa also shared with Trista. When Trista came in and everybody, oh, Trista, yay. And Trista says, how's it going? Teresa launches in and says, well, I was the first one-on-one and it was so exciting. And let me tell you all about it. Well, that's what made Kathy mad again. Mm -hmm. And so she's saying, I just thought we shared with the group, but Kathy told me to zip it. And Gary's like, wait, she said, what? He's yeah. very upset didn't about this say, foul didn't language. She, didn't Kathy start with, I had a private date with Jerry and you're going home or something? Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. That something like that. that yes. Was yes. Yeah, it, was, it was totally mean spirited. And then he goes to talk to Kathy and he says, well, hey, did you tell Teresa to zip it? 
<laughs> she yeah. said, I'm not a villain. Let me explain. But mm-hmm. oh no, Jerry Gary doesn't he doesn't deal with such nonsense. And I like how firm he was. He 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 referred to it as a disturbance. That <laughs> it was, was a disturbance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. He was. But then we get Leslie. She's the only one who didn't go on the pickle date because she gets a one-on-one date. Yes. And while she's off gallivanting on an ATV, the other ladies are playing Never Have I Ever. Which and, is, I mean, to hear a group of yeah. septuagenarians play that game was terrifying. It was, rough. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was rough. We learned a lot of things about these women because you take a bite of ice cream every time you have done the thing. Or have not done the thing, whatever. And um, poor Sandra is lactose intolerant, but she certainly did eat a lot of ice cream. So then that she had to take to the bed because yeah. she had some tummy issues. I don't April know if should, olive oil was involved later, but she had April tummy issues. She just eaten the whole pint, you know, just, <laughs> know, just sit there and eat the whole yeah, thing. I mean, everything they asked, April was like, oh, I've done uh, that. I've done that. <laughs> oh, here we go. Have you? Yes, I have. And Kathy didn't eat anything. So she said, well, I must be approved. But yeah. I think it was between April and Susan who were eating the most ice cream. And again, Sandra ate enough to upset her stomach. But we have Leslie, who was our, you know, gyrator last week in the talent show and so they are atv riding and they're on two different atvs jerry is in front he's going faster than she is and plus all the dust is blowing on her Mm -hmm. so finally he lets her in front of him and that was super gentlemanly in leslie's opinion but then they get on the same atv which is what i was waiting for and then at the end of the day that's what you warned me about there was a hot tub she was in one piece um, I'm assuming the hearing aids were taken out, but they got busy in that hot tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, look, good for Jerry. <laughs> um, I always wonder how they get the hot tub there. You know, like, it's just, do they fly it in? Do they I don't know. Tub? They must have an 18-wheeler just full of crap, just of full of props and pillows and, yeah. and hurricane lamps and candles and yeah. blankets. Did you notice Jerry's tattoo? Yeah, it's uh, that was pretty impressive. We need we need the story behind that. I know it's a huge lion head. Yeah. Do you think it stands for strength? Is he a Wizard of Oz fan? He. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't look Is he like from no Detroit? Military or anything? No. no Is he, but it was Disney? it was giant on his bi- on his arm. Like, Is he a Disney fan? Is he a Disney fan? Was it Mufasa? I couldn't tell from my angle. It was a big old lion. And I don't know why that surprised me, but it did. Yeah. I mean, Jerry doesn't seem too tattoo-y. He doesn't seem too tattoo-y, but he is. And he had one, and I need to know the story. I'm sure there's an article about it by now. But anyway, she gets a rose. So once we get to the cocktail party, we have some interesting things happen here as well. Once again, Sandra's in the bed because she has tummy issues. But Nancy who has suffered an actual injury from pickleball, apparently a stress fracture. So she's in a boot. This so is she, the best, I think the best exchange of the evening. Yeah. Tell everybody about it. So she sits him down and I guess she just says, look, I, I know I'm not one of your favorite people yep. here and that's yep. okay. And he nods his head and he says, you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Right. And, and they, she gets it. They hug like adults. Yep. And he helps her to the the dump van. 
Dem- <laughs> that's it. It was so great. He was still hurt by it. It hurt him to do it, but it was very mature, very respectful on both parts. Right. That's how these things should go. I mean, total self-awareness, right? Yes. She's not feeling it. Um, The thing that she spared him from, which I think was also admirable, was she probably wasn't as attracted to him. I'm sure. You know, and and she... she, you know, she she didn't have to. She could have said that, but she didn't, and uh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Now she. I hope the AARP card, you know, was was in her clutch purse, and she's able to afford her, you know, copay when she goes and follows up for her stress fracture. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that we all of a sudden see Nancy in a boot, but April was the one who delightfully slow motionly flung herself to the ground and and said, Oh, my ankle hurts. You know what would have been funny is if, uh, if in every, in the moment, you know, the one-on-one time um, from then on, April was still eating ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that I thought was interesting is that he pulls Susan aside. So he hasn't had any one-on-one time with her. But he gives her a gift and she opens it up and, oh, it's a pink rock. Is what she yeah, said. that was, what did you call that? Rose quartz. I'm, have you heard of that? I've never heard of that. And and Susan has the look on her face as if to say, oh, I know what to do with this. It's a pink yeah, rock. Like, Thank you. you. And you have it polished or something? Like, <laughs> and Gary thoughtfully lovingly says this is rose quartz and rose quartz stands for empathy and it stands for strength which are qualities that you have that remind me of tony well then she starts crying and he starts crying and i start crying and it occurs to me that susan yes does look like a kardashian but she also is similar in appearance I believe and build to the pictures that we've seen of Tony. So I think, I think physically he kind of Susan kind of reminds him of his wife. I don't think Susan's going to make it past next week though. No, She's a very sweet person, but she's very sweet. And I think that was him saying, you know, I see you and we haven't had a one-on-one yet, but I, you're, you're okay. It's going to be okay. And um, so she was happy to, she did not flaunt her box, but then of course, Kathy is saying, what's in the box? What'd you get? What you get? And yeah, I you thought, flaunt her box, I hey, mean. Kathy, zip it. Excuse me. And then he's with Ellen and Ellen says, I forgot what it feels like to be in love. I think I'm falling in love with you. And he says, I'm in the same place. I know. Do you think it's Ellen's to lose? I think she's emerging as a front runner. I do too. I do too. I think I mean, that they can't just just by sheer, you know, I mean, just the pure, they could go play pickleball like every day of their life. Uh, oh my gosh. And he said pickleball is very important to me. And, I, and I'm picturing like the uh, <laughs> above the mantle, the, the cover yes. of pickleball magazine. Yes. Fighting. They just cut Kathy out of the side exactly. and it's, it's the two of them. Oh, shop that these days. I totally. Mean, just magic eraser that right out of there. Exactly. Put Jesse in there, and that is frameable. Hey, listen. I also need to address. I mean, you, you totally said this and glossed over it, but I don't. I don't think we need to use the word "showing off her box." I mean, <laughs> it's 
too confusing. Okay. And I don't, especially in the Golden Bats. I mean, I don't think anyone's show off their box. Leslie kind of showed off her box several times, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like the talent show, she definitely <laughs> did. Um, um, back to the Rose Quartz. Where, why have we never heard of this? I don't know. We're is not geologists. I think it's a real thing. He knew all about it and that it stands for empathy and strength. So if you walk, like I do a lot of hiking around here in Austin, and there's, you know, there's uh, a lot of limestone. Okay. It's called dolomite and another rock called chert, which is essentially flint. Those are your okay. three big central Texas rocks. Nice. <laughs> but there's quartz scattered in and out. So it's not uncommon to like pick up a, you know, a baseball sized piece of quartz on a hike. And that's what, I, that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, I tripped over that yesterday. The last thing I would do is like box it up and give it to Mrs. <laughs> Some guy. Like, Hey, I love you. You know, <laughs> This reminds me. <laughs> you are so empathetic and strong. And then maybe he's brave because of his lion tattoo. You should yeah. go get a lion tattoo. And then y'all could just be like Jerry Gary. Yeah. I'm, and Susan. I, mean, I, I, you know, look, I don't, I don't think I'm, look, if Jerry Gary can have a lion, lion tattoo, I can have one too. Yes, so. you can. I think it should be on your calf though. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> a good idea <laughs> and when you flex your calf it's like it's roaring like roar yeah exactly until mm-hmm. i get too old and then it just looks like a you know looks <laughs> a like melted a, lion a sharp a have i ever told you about the girl um named amy in my high school when we were 18 i guess is that when you can get a tattoo and not yeah. have to have a parent consent She got a tattoo. This was very in in 1994. Yeah. um, A string of daisies around her belly button. Oh, that's tasteful. (laughs) And I remember the first thing I thought of was, wow, what if you get pregnant? What's that going to look like when it goes back down? You look like a bunch of sunflowers. (laughs) I remember thinking at 18, oh, no, that wasn't smart. Oh, no. Oh, no. Remember the whole tramp tramp stamp trend? That was something else, too. Uh Yeah. Uh, I got my first tattoo when I was 17. Oh, how'd you pull that off? Just looked old. Nobody asked. You stood up straighter. (laughs) What was it? The the parolee who did it didn't seem to care much about. What was your first tattoo? Uh, My twin brother and I got this. It's a symbol for Gemini. Oh. Yes. Kind of everyone's first tattoo is dumb. It just you know you just want it to be more symbolic and like I'd like a dolphin jumping over a rainbow. rainbow. <laughs> so I can't look. I, you know I don't know. Would I do I say I regret my tattoo? I, regret's the wrong word, right? Would I have any again? Honestly, probably not. Yeah. You know? I don't like look at myself and be like, oh, this looks terrible and I can't believe I did this. I don't have that feeling toward it, but I just, I don't think I would make that choice again. I do hear that once you open the tattoo seal, once you've broken that, that it's really easy just to get another one and then just to get another one. Yeah. No question about that. And mine are all, you know, you would never know unless, you know, they're all where they can be covered up, Mm -hmm. um, which I think, 
kind of defeats the purpose of tattoos. Shouldn't it be like a lion on your shoulder? And right. Like, yeah, Jerry. Well, <laughs> hey, if you if you were in the hot tub with yeah. Mrs. Some guy, some of yours would show. Yeah. Um, that barbed wire you have around your bicep. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese symbol for love and virility. <laughs> I won't tell you where that's tattooed. I, I bet. Said, for the joke, um, this is some guy. The first time she saw me, she said, "Oh, you have your initial tattooed there." And I said, "Well, is the Oh God! That's a good place. Zip it! <laughs> Zip it! <laughs> so we have the rose ceremony, and Sandra, of course, is not there. She's in the bed, but she has a rose. Leslie has her hot tub rose, and then the other four go to Ellen. No surprise there. Susan with her rose quartz, Teresa, and then Faith, the one that he gave the first impression rose, but he still hasn't done a one-on-one. And so uh, the ladies leaving, Nancy, who self-eliminated, Kathy and April. Yeah. They're gone. So my thought process is I think Susan and Sandra will be gone next week. Like you're spot on. I I totally agree with you. And that would leave Leslie, Ellen, Faith and Teresa as his final four. And I would think he likes those final four. So anybody after next week, he's just going to be a basket case. Is that, is uh they do four hometowns, right? Not three. Yes. Four, four hometowns. And then, oh, God willing, fantasy suites. <laughs> um, I don't know what that's going to look like. And then, uh, and then the final. Oh, and then the, the, the old women tell all. The- <laughs> The golden women tell all. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we should do what? What announce? Are we waiting for an announcement on a new bachelorette or anything? What are we? What would what what be the big reveal in the women tell all? Oh, I have no idea. Unless they're going to do another golden, and they're giving it to Joan or somebody. Oh yeah. Oh, we forgot about Joan. Do you I think know. Joan I thought Joan would, would be back. That maybe I mean, she's not going to be. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how complicated that C-section was. Oh, I know, I know. Family first. Yeah, well, good for Joan. Good um, for Joan. I think that it's also going to be um, Gary having, we're going to have to emotionally walk the rest of this journey with Gary because yeah, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to break down. And he's I think that's going to affect, he's a major weeper. He's going to, that's going to affect the other ladies, how he sees, you know, that him crying so hard over somebody, yeah. because that becomes a thing too. If you're that upset by her leaving, then how can you like me? Or how can you like her? Who's the exact opposite of me? That's going to be a, yeah. that's going to be a thing. Look, I think, I think uh, to your point earlier, I think Ellen and her pickleball prowess. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Say that three times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think she has the advantage at this point, just because that's something he really enjoys, something he probably has a lot of time to do. Yeah. And he's got someone that is passionate about it. So I, I think that that's a huge plus. Yeah. She probably has her own paddle. I'm sure and she does. they could get matching pickleball tattoos, pickle tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that'll have to be, well, we'll have to wonder if she'll bring her paddle to the fantasy suite. <laughs> she just might. <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening, and thanks to some guy in Austin for his insight on all things Golden Bachelor. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there and tour together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. <laughs>